0: In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade
1: in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some
2: problems over here right now, and we might have a hijack over here, too. This is a Conspiracy Indoctrination Program. Cohen.pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining this strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. Yo, I think this thing's on Alright Welcome to co Pro, I'm Jake Luke And Jake also Nope, you're stoner <laughs> Stoner <laughs> I don't even know, well, the only way I can think about it is that you got that name Because of the long hair, kiss shirts, flannels, and... The uh, infamous Chuck Tees. <laughs> Is that? I mean, yeah, because you weren't a stoner. No, but everybody, everybody thought everybody I was. Everybody thought you were a stoner. Oh, I'm stoner coming! <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, we're here recording the first one. Um, I guess what kind of a podcast are we going to be?
1: Well, I think the name says it pretty well. About the conspiracies And um,
2: weird shit Strange things Yeah yeah. I think we're going to pretty much talk about everything man Yeah. I think we'll get into some Some things that are You know Going on right now Things that have happened in the past I know we want to break down as deep as we can Some of these Quote unquote conspiracy theories Talk about some of the the big ones, the big knowns, JFK. Talk mm-hmm. about the moon. Yep. Pretty much everything. Um, somebody, asked, I was when we were kind of looking at doing this. I was reading through the Buzzsprout, Buzzsprout, like their what? Why are you doing a podcast? And you know how to do it and all that stuff. And pretty much everything that I read was that. We'd done everything backwards so far. <laughs> um, and then two was that, you know, they were, that was one of the questions was, why are you doing the podcast? Well, for me, it's just more for fun, you know, kind of get out there and talk about weird shit talk about weird stuff. I think the only thing right now that could make this more legit would be if we had like some salt lamps. <laughs> and maybe some weird statues and then everybody here had a giant chew in their lip and maybe an on it shirt and, and maybe not on a pool table that would probably be the only thing <laughs> oh i think this is pretty legit man we got we could play pool while we talk about <laughs> this with <Save> mics <laughs> but yeah that's about the only thing that would make this more legit is if uh we all had just a giant chew in our lip some horseshoe lippers just a horseshoe lipper <laughs> tractor pull <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah man so a lot of my coworkers have been asking me to do a podcast for a couple years now and there i i don't know why uh, maybe some of the weird stuff i talk about but if you ask you know, my lady at home, she will tell you I am not interesting to talk to or listen to. <laughs> so I have no idea why these guys wanted to hear a podcast. So, But I know we got at least three subscribers. We got at least your mom, my mom, and then I'll probably subscribe so I can listen to us. <laughs> Just for the edits. I mean, somebody's got to listen to it for the edit, you know? Um, but yeah. So I guess... Getting into it. How'd we all meet? Like, how are we here? I, I think I've known you guys now since... 98?
0: Yeah, something like
2: that. I know I met you in Algebra 1. Yeah. We both flunked yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> We both ended up in Math in the Workplace. Yeah, well, what, you did. I had to actually flunk out the whole year. Oh, did you? Yeah, remember that teacher. Well, I just wanted to clarify something first for the people that are listening that don't know what Math in the Workplace is. Okay, imagine sixth grade math as a sophomore.
1: Uh,
2: it's It's about like that. Well, at least you got it sophomore. I had to do it junior year. Yeah. I think I only had to do the one semester, though, because I had already done one of algebra, and you only needed one year of math for your credits or something. I think so, yeah. But I remember going down to the counselor's office to request to get into math in the workplace, and they said, well, you have to have a teacher that signs off on this. So I went back to Jacob's home and was like, hey... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I need to I need you to sign this and he was like with pleasure I mean like dude he signed that thing so fast it was like he was Barry Bonds giving an autograph <laughs> dude. he signed that thing up and I was out so yeah that was 98 when I tried to do that he just
0: slid it back across the table to me and didn't sign it
2: Oh really? Yeah. I think didn't we meet over a Hit Parader magazine? I can't remember. I thought that I thought I had a Hit Parader magazine on my desk, or maybe you did. And then you said something about that episode, and then we started talking music.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if... I remember I was wearing a suicidal tenancy shirt quite a bit, and maybe that was... Yeah. And you had your Metallica stuff. Uh, Probably the only Metallica shirt I had.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I had that Corrosion of Conformity shirt. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was way too big for me so let's yeah let's break that down for a second when you're you know 16 or whatever and in high school and you're only 5 8 like 120 a men's small does not fit <laughs> flappy arms it was a long sleeve too. it was a long sleeve and it had all the dates down the side yeah. and it had all the biohazard logos down the side yep yeah i think it was badass <laughs> and then luke i met you for the first time you remember where
1: was that when we were going to go to the mall? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was just talking about Pantera. Anthrax.
2: Pantera Anthrax 98. Oh, yeah. Remember? That's right. Because yeah. you thought I was, Stymie was my brother. Yeah, and I was, I, <laughs> <laughs> Stymie. Because
0: I was like, that's my brother. Because both yeah. of you guys were going downstairs. And yeah. You're like,
2: that guy? No. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Because you had long curly hair, too. Stymie, not as yeah. long and curly as Stymie's. Yeah, yeah. For everybody that needs to know, for some uh, context, context here, (laughs) Stymie was a local bass player. Yep, local band. What was it? Midline still is. Yeah,
0: dude is still around. Yeah, he's not in Midline anymore. He's in Night Karen Comes Killing or something like that. Oh my gosh!
2: I hope he's not listening because I'm (laughs) gonna say something (laughs) kind of mean right now. But. He looked like he was old back then. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember him looking like he was, like, in his 30s. Yeah. But. Yeah. Been around a while. So, Pantera 98. Yeah. yeah Cold Chamber was there, too. Yep. And then
0: the time that, I think the actual time we all hung out and rolled up in Luke's G- shitty knee song. Yeah.
2: hey and and then
0: you're like like hey let's go to the mall and you're like is it gonna make it
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah i remember coming home from high school pretty much every day in your buick yeah every day we had a tape deck in the back seat yeah with uh white zombie astro creep Yep. But I think and the it. only song we ever played was more human than human, and but you wanted to play more songs, other songs, and I was like, no, no, we gotta keep listening. To this, this is our theme.
0: Well, and then there, <laughs> there was the, uh, what's the song?
2: Jesus, let us laugh in a cheap oh, hotel. Uh, Supercharger heaven.
0: Yeah, and they were like, oh, that's the speeding song. Turn it up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was that the song we were listening to when you were in the library? <laughs> <Good laughs> we're driving up Curtis Hill and I just remember the boom <laughs> and we nailed that car it was like a little Honda oh, it's like a POS shit. yeah <laughs> and it barely did any damage yep. uh, and uh, we were going to Taco Bell we were going to pick oh, up no. your paycheck my paycheck and then Taco Bell yeah. that's right <laughs> <laughs> we still did it <laughs> yeah we were a little late I was working at Sears at the time working at the paint booth yeah good day yeah. Good days back then. Um, So yeah, that's how we all met. Back then, back in the day. And then we all wanted to be
0: musicians and we all had shitty equipment and didn't know how to play anything.
2: Mm -hmm. I was going to say, we all had equipment. Mine was shitty and I was shitty anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, good times, man. So I guess back on the the cast stuff how'd you guys get into this type of stuff that we are going to be breaking down and talking about what do you think was your introduction into this
1: i would say our uncle dan kind of got me started into it um back in like the clinton days talking about like all the crazy shit he was into and with like the drugs in Arkansas and like prostitution stuff, um, and then he was also super into Art Bell and uh, what was that one book? That big, huge end days or end times book he had, and uh, I can't remember. it was it had like stuff about um, the one dude that did all of the little like future seeing stuff. Oh, Nostradamus, Nostradamus. Nostradamus. Yeah. yeah. And that stuff was pretty weird and so I think that kind of got me looking at that stuff but not too deeply cuz I mean, I was I think I was in high school at that time. So it was just like, "Whoa. What?" And like whenever we'd have family get-togethers, um he'd talk about like i think he went to uh uh exorcism one time like a real one really yeah but that that kind of started me down that path but i didn't get like super into it like jake did and he was like really the one that opened my eyes to a lot of stuff what about you I think, for
0: me, I think it just starts as probably like most, uh, <clears throat> you know, young kids, like, thinking about, like, you know, aliens and things like that. And I think, you know, that's always a, a thing you think about, like, and I think that always leads down to another, just, you keep going down the mm-hmm. rabbit hole of yeah. all that stuff, and then it just kind of opens up, and then ghost stuff, and mm-hmm. things like that, and You know, then when I got really into it back in, uh, when was that, probably 2005, I had a shitty job and uh, just was on the internet all day at work and would just read stuff and, you know, because I worked early, so I'd get off of work and go home and read stuff and send out videos, like mass emails of everybody that I knew, like, you need to watch all these Alex Jones movies. Oh, no, that was back when he was comes, uh, going
2: into <clears throat> Bohemian
0: Grove, and yep, you know. yeah, yeah. He had because he had the Prison Planet website for a while, and then it all then he had the Infowars one, which is I guess still a thing. But and Uncle Dan was really into Alex Jones stuff too, and he was kind of cool. But when you have all that time to just go through and read all that stuff and. Just like
1: okay, there's a lot of shit going on. I still have that printout of that deathbed confession thing, the Bush one that you gave me like way back. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I'll dig it out and. Uh, who who wrote it? What is it? It's a deathbed confession from somebody in the Bush family about like lineage stuff. I'll have to dig it out and reread it, but I'll hmm. I'll bring it in. Yeah, that'd
2: be pretty interesting to to dive into. I know for me, it was like, I think 91, 92, when um, JFK, Oliver Stone movie came out, Mm -hmm. my parents were watching it, and they made me go outside for, what is that, three and a half hour long (laughs) movie, and we couldn't come in, we weren't allowed to come in, because they were watching this movie, and they didn't want to be interrupted. And I remember sneaking in a couple times to the bathroom and, you know, seeing a couple. Because, I, I mean, I was probably 91, 92, fourth, Eight or 9 or something. 4th, 5th grade, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um. So I remember going in, sneaking into the bathroom, and then seeing a couple clips here and there. And one of the clips that that I remember kind of sneaking in on was the, the Donald Sutherland scene where he's kind of breaking it down. He's in that park bench out in the mall in D.C. and kind of breaking down the whole thing, being a big conspiracy. And I remember thinking that was kind of interesting, like, you know, because we were always told that Lee Harvey is the one that did it, or Lee Oswald did it. So that kind of started me. And I was always just a natural skeptic, you know, as a kid and still am. And so Mm -hmm. everything that I read or see or anything, I'm, Always the one that's got to be like, oh, there's conspiracy in here, <laughs> oh, you know, get all creep with it. But, um, yeah, for me it just kind of like same thing, just led down a couple different rabbit holes. Didn't really pay attention to a lot of stuff, but then I remember when the World Trade Center stuff happened back in 01 It was like I was at work when it happened, and then the next day I went back to work, and we always had a. Um, Newspaper, so the statesman was there, and you would bring it in, and I remember the second day, so it was right after the trade centers had gone down, um, they had this big expose, like the next day, about who these dudes were and everything, and it was like, remember that? There was like all yeah. these headshots yeah. of who they were, and yeah. basically their biographies and everything, and I thought, it went right back to that scene with Sutherland, where he's like, you know, I was in New Zealand or whatever, and, you know, they're already printing that who the suspect was in the Kennedy shooting. And I just thought, whoa, something's mm-hmm. up with this. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know exactly what it was, mm-hmm. but I thought something was up with it. And we'll definitely have to break that one down because there's so much stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. And now getting into some of the, you know, Bush and the family and the Scottish, Scottish right, you know, Freemasonry stuff and... Uh, yeah
1: that stuff was pretty mind-blowing like yeah all those connections like whoa
2: what the hell yeah and then all yesterday i was you know finding some more connections with you know crowley and numbers and all that stuff and it was just like whoa you know and then you go back to pauline robinson pierce which was barbara's mom you know bush senior right Bush Senior's mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. Yeah. is allegedly a potentially a Crowley kid. Mm-hmm. So, they look just like they each look other. exactly the same, and yeah. then you know you break down the the numbers and the symbolism and the stuff that goes back into Crowley—the eleven, the seventy-seven, ninety-three, one seventy-five—those are all huge numbers. My mind was blown. Mm. So, but Math yeah,
0: does that to me. <laughs>
2: that's why we were in <laughs> failing out too many numbers yeah um but yeah i just remember when i was like when i was right out of high school i worked with i worked at that that uh pub and you know with all these different cooks and things like that and one of them in particular he started talking to me about the illuminati and the trilateral commission and I was, I think, eight, eighteen at the time, and I mean, he was just blowing my mind, and that kind of fed into that whole, mm. you know, nine eleven stuff, and so I don't know. That's how I got here. Yep, those guys and like
1: the CFR and everything. Jake told me about all that stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? The CFR, uh, Council on Foreign Relations. Oh yeah. yeah. It was every time he'd like come home or whatever and start talking about all this stuff i'm like dude what yeah (laughs) i wish i could remember half
0: of it at this point but i was gonna say if you, you if you wrote
2: all that down you'd have a book i know two
0: books yeah it was you know spending all that time doing it and then you know not really being able to you know, it seemed like people didn't take you too seriously or whatever, and then you just sit there and read stuff and read stuff, and it's like, okay, well, this has been going on a long time, so I guess whatever, you can't do anything about it. But
2: that's what kills me, man, about the word conspiracy theory, which you know has really just become almost like a a trigger word, you know. But mm-hmm. looking back, well, look at conspiracy. I mean. By state law, a conspiracy is two or more people coming together to commit a crime, mm-hmm. right? So this is what I tell people all the time. If you and I conspire to go in and steal something from Walmart or, you know, whatever, you know, box chain store or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's considered a conspiracy, and we were just doing it petty theft, you don't think that at the highest levels where the most money most amount of power is at stake that there's not two or more people that (laughs) that are you know coming together to try to you know affect some kind of change or do something Mm -hmm. if if that's what you think then you know I, i just think you're probably just not a smart person it's all honesty up top like that yeah best behavior yep I just, yeah, that always blows me away. Like, I always get in arguments with people. They're like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Oh, no, 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 no. And I'm like, time out. Time out. Like, (laughs) all it takes is two people coming together to try to do something to make a conspiracy. That's it. Yep. So, yeah, I remember, it seems like it goes way back with us, like, trying to, trying to do stuff i mean all the the trips to hot lakes and the mausoleum to take pictures of orbs and Mm -hmm. you know all that stuff the fun video
0: batteries dying and going up onto hot lakes oh you charged it all day go down the
2: you can only get clips of it so i i gotta give a shout out to the oregon state police trooper <laughs> that pulled you over on the way was it to or from i think we were coming back we we're coming back yeah coming back from hot lakes so hot lakes for the people that don't know is a old hotel outside of union oregon which is over kind of the lagrand area so eastern oregon and i don't know the exact history i can't remember the exact history of it but wasn't it it's like it the first was a, lobotomy was It was done an there. insane asylum yeah. for a while. Well, first, I think it started out as being a therapeutic, Yeah, yeah. you and know. It
1: was, it was like a big resort spa
2: kind of place. Because they had
0: because natural hot springs. Yep. yep. Which the fog added to the creepy effect. Yeah. yeah.
2: So they had that. And then at some point, I it became like a an insane asylum or something, you know, some kind of an Mental institution. hospital kind of place and it was rumored or fact I, I can't remember I probably should have done the research before coming on and talking about this but they did the first lobotomy there or the first successful something I remember something like that but so and then the thing falls apart just kind of goes abandoned it sits out there for 30 or 40 years probably and then somebody ended up buying it within the, within the last 15. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they were trying to restore it back to the glory days of it being a. It's it's a hotel. open now. You can didn't book you rooms stay there?
1: Stuff. We stayed at the historic Union Hotel in Union.
2: Yeah, which is not but, far. It's like what 20, 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: but uh, we went over to Hot Lakes and like went in and like I talked to the lady at the front desk about. Um, like reserving rooms and stuff and she's like, Oh, you just do that all through Airbnb. Oh <laughs> yeah, okay. Well so I'm here. <laughs> but yeah, that place was creepy when we went out there.
2: So we drove out there it had to have been two thousand and four? Uh
0: probably two thousand three, 2003, yeah.
2: So we're in a band at the time. We all pile into your Two door, extended cab, yeah. <laughs> Talk Tacoma. Come on, Toyota Tacoma '98, <laughs> which is not like the jacked up version. It's the little yeah, version. Little guy. Me and Tony are crammed in the <laughs> jump seats in the back. That was the second <laughs> trip, though. I know. Yeah, because Tony didn't go on the first one. Uh-uh. But that, I just I got to get back to giving the shout out to the trooper. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> we're, so we're drive we drive up there. We do our little ghost chasing. I think everybody is dressed head to toe in black. Oh, yeah. Um, Probably don't look completely legit. (laughs) To say the least. we're driving back. I think we're hauling ass. Uh, You were hauling ass for sure. Oh, yeah. Because I think that was the one where we got chased off the property, wasn't it? Or was that the first one?
0: Uh, I think um, the first one was when we got chased off. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So... That one was pretty crazy because I remember we got chased off the property by somebody with a flashlight and then rolled up in a truck. Yeah. And then we ran back to the east and you had parked on that
0: (laughs) right out front. Yeah. Right right (laughs) out front,
2: (laughs) which I don't know how the dude didn't just pull up and grab your license plate, but whatever, you know. And so we're hauling ass on foot and I've run over. I think I just left you guys in the dust. Because I remember jumping the fence and yeah. running down the gravel road and I got to the truck first. It was locked. And it was like a horror movie. Yep. <laughs> I jump in the back of your truck and lay down flat. That was the like second nobody could one. see me. That oh, was, was that the, the second, second one. When okay. Tony was with us. Yeah. yeah. So that was the one where we were hauling ass coming back because yeah. of that happened. He was like three in the morning or yeah. something. Super late. I think we're you were going you got at least a twenty five over. Yeah,
0: it was like a $207 ticket.
2: So we get pulled over just coming down the hill into Baker City, and OSP Trooper walks up, and, I mean, it looks sh- shady, oh, yeah. to say the least. Four dudes dressed in black. There's Rockstar cans. The black the, cans. Yeah, it looks like there's cans and... everywhere in this thing. In a black car. In a black <laughs> yeah. Um, three o'clock in the morning, and I want to say that there was like a uh, uh, <laughs> a lot of that going yeah. on like we didn't even know what to say because yeah. we didn't come up with a cover story no rule number one <laughs> pre-planned cover story if we would have been more into this we would have known that yep definitely so yeah. and then it was just like a non-issue that the cop
0: just rolled yeah just could, and gives man, you tickets. you guys later off, right. I
2: was like okay it's like I'm surprised nobody got like I don't know patted down or pulled out and handcuffed or something none of that I mean not like we had any you know guns or drugs but if I was in that guy's shoes I'd have been like hey everybody what you guys doing (laughs) (laughs) wait right here for the five other cops that are (laughs) gonna come so yeah that was a good time I remember the battery was charged all day on the on that camera we got out there and it was on and off it kept draining and mm-hmm. super shady
1: and then there was like this invisible line i don't know if you remember or not we'd cross it and like the yeah. birds would just go fucking nuts and we'd back up and then they'd settle down like screech owls or something yeah like that. it was it was, it was crazy
2: that was the one where we tried to come in from <clears throat> the we were going to go in it on that one <laughs> we came down the back hill yep instead yep. of parking out the front That's right, we did a recon mission. I forgot about that.
1: (laughs) And then that, behind it, the driveway that went behind, and there was like the sheds. We walked down that, and it was like one of those horror movie scenes in the hallway where it just stretches out. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, this is creepy shit. And they had all that old medical equipment. Oh, yeah. The
0: old school wheelchairs with the small tires on the back and stuff. Yeah. And those
2: are just shady. Yeah. Anybody yeah. that's got those. <laughs> yeah. Serial <yeah>. killer. <laughs> that's all I got to say.
0: Well, and then walking and then, you know, from inside the building, there was the sound of that glass bottle. Yeah. That fell over and just started rolling. Oh. Yeah. And then it was like. I forgot about it. I guess those. maybe somebody could have been in there fucking with us, but it was just kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird.
1: And it seemed like it just had constant speed yeah. to it. Like it wasn't rolling down something just like that's right mm, on a flat like surface was, just mm-hmm. yeah like what the fuck is going on yeah
0: <laughs> I think that's when you hightailed it back
2: no i I can't well probably I probably I I'm sure I chickened out at that well, point just well that was the other out.
0: thing when we when we first pulled up to, to our parking spot on the back side of the hill I opened the truck door and there's a dead animal right outside of the, <laughs> the my truck, the the
2: driver's side.
0: Yeah. Oh, there we go.
2: Good <laughs> omen. Yeah, that was probably a ritual sacrifice right probably. before we got there. We just missed him. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> we got run off the property. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then when you and I, I don't think you were there, Luke, when we went down to the mausoleum on Fairview. Yeah. And we parked back behind um, uh, Barnes & Noble. Yeah. And then we walked in on foot. Cause uh, Chris was working at the bakery right there. Remember when that bakery oh, was right there? Yeah, and Bill was there too, like right out in the
0: back, I think. Because Bill worked there too. Bill. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 And then we we kind of like walked onto the property and used the night vision and were taking pictures with cameras, trying to get orb orb shots. Yeah. And I think we got. I I can't remember if we got run off or we saw something we took off. But. I can't remember. I think we kind of just
0: wandered around, right? All right. Cuz there's all a bunch of unmarked graves in the back of it and all that stuff and And I th- yeah, that's right. Cuz I think that's where we'd you know read the story on the internet or something on a old dial up.
2: That's right. Yeah, and then I remember, you know, being in school, we're back uh, Apparently we had some kind of a supernatural interference as soon as we started talking about <laughs> Uh, ghosts and orbs (laughs) all of a sudden the power went out so we're back at it but like i was saying prior to losing it was i remember being in high school and going out to fort boise cemetery you know at night Mm -hmm. driving up there and then parking and then walking around fort boise cemetery with friends and you know seeing weird things experiencing like weird things up there and it was Super shady, and then that shanty town. If you go further into the foothills, yeah. you got to like trespass up over a couple, you know, hundred yards of fences and stuff like that to get out there. And it's just a really weird, like, busted down city. I don't even know what you would call it. It's just like this a shanty town. Yeah, yeah. it's a little sh- like bum shacks.
1: I'd heard of that place, but I never went out to it. I think I heard Bug talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I remember he. Had, when- when I worked with them he uh, had
0: pictures of...
2: Yeah, there's, there. there's like buildings with like these really steep-pitched roofs. Like oh, There's a bunch of little ones. It was real strange. We went out there and jumped the fence and walked around. and I mean, just stuff that you couldn't do nowadays. You try doing that nowadays, you get shot or yeah. arrested and felony thrown at you or something. <laughs> so. But, yeah, I remember back in the day it was constantly going out and doing that in fact talking about power getting cut off i remember remember my old fiat oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah so fix it again Tony. yep yeah. so i can't remember it was me there's like a couple other people i know nate halpin was there oh okay. yeah and so we were driving up and we drove up to fort boise cemetery parked walked around and we started hearing some freaky noises. We run back to my car, and then we see, because um, I was facing uphill, I don't know why I parked facing uphill. Like, <laughs> I apparently didn't pay attention to any scary movies, but that was not the, the way I should have been facing. So I was parked, <laughs> parked facing uphill. We started hearing these weird noises. We run back to my car, and we drive off, I get up, flip around cuz there's like that little um cul-de-sac thing down there at the dead end. I didn't mm-hmm. even get that far. I flipped around. I'm coming back down the hill. And right as we're passing the cemetery, we saw these weird lights, almost like a floating car kind of like going up the the side of the mountain. That's right there. Mm-hmm. And we're we're losing it in there, dude. We're freaking out because there's no road. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. The road goes down to the left. There's no road there. And mm-hmm. we're seeing these lights going up. And then they just got about halfway up the hill. And then they were just gone. Wow. And we're freaking out. We're like, did you see that? Did you see that? <laughs> and then right then, my Fiat dies. Like the power <laughs> it just cuts. And I'm like coasting, you know. And I'm, you know, it was a standard. So I'm like trying to like start it again. I couldn't start it again. So I end up like, throwing it into first or second i can't even remember and then i popped the clutch <laughs> <laughs> and then just kind of like ended up starting again and man we drove right over to this one dude's house and we were like waking him up when you know, his parents were like what are you doing here and like dude you will not believe what <laughs> just happened to us. And we were, we were just losing it dude so yeah i remember remember messing around with that stuff and it was just really kind of weird yeah
1: but, a couple of uh, years ago I got at the office that I'm in now, it used to be a funeral home and I was there late one night waiting for a courier. And, um, it was like shortly after we moved into the place. So I think it was like probably three years ago. Um, we had like these little plastic signs for the bathrooms, just like two sided taped to the wall. They never stuck. They'd always fall off. Um, and so I'm sitting there, it's sometime after midnight for sure, um, and I'm working on my computer. One of those signs falls off. I'm like, those pieces of shit. And then something poked me in the back, <laughs> and I was the only person there. Oh, dude. And I was like, Ew. And I look around. Hmm. Maybe it was just a back spasm. Go back to it. <laughs> And then I emailed our IT department. I was like, hey, um, why don't you guys look on the cameras? I want to see if there anything happened in this time frame. But there wasn't anything caught Not on there, there. But it was, it like had mass, you know. It felt like how a fingertip feels, like just pushing. Let's hope of. it was a fingertip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If not, that ghost was like, hey, I'm with you, buddy.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I've never had anything creepy like that happen, but...
1: That was definitely the craziest thing for sure. Like, being around kind of the death stuff for the last 14 years, that was like the only thing that I experienced at that level. It's like, whoa! What the hell was that? And then I had to sit there and wait for another couple of hours, waiting for our courier to show up. So there's like, everything's fine. Nothing <laughs> happened. <laughs> la, la, lights on. La la la. Uh, I remember one time in high school when we had like our first like real computer. we were Recording parts of songs and God. playing them backward to see like like I think "Stairway to Heaven" and oh, he did, did some or I mean, th- Yeah, that's right. And we're like, "Oh, this is crazy!" And then mom and dad come home and they're like, "What are you doing?" "Oh, nothing." You know the foothills are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shit! What did we do?
2: <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny about that that Led Zeppelin thing is that Ben his dad had a bunch of old records, and that was one of them that he had, and they had an old record player, and so we started out with one of the Beatles records um, to try to, because I think it was like if you play one of the Beatles records yeah. backwards, uh-huh. it was Paul is Dead or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So we grab this Beatles record. This is actually, this is real. We throw this Beatles record on there, and we're starting to try to like play it backwards, and it's not one of those needles apparently there's like certain kind of needles that only go one way so it's like we started to kind of move it and it just like peels up a piece of vinyl. (laughs) and we're like oh probably should stop so hopefully his dad's not listening to this because we probably wrecked a record that's worth like 10 grand now (laughs) so
0: I remember in elementary school um you know first time playing with Ouija boards and things, and because uh, Josh's, you know, Josh, yeah, yeah. Uh, his grandma had one or something, so we'd always mess with it. And you know, being kids, you're just like, Yeah, this isn't doing anything, and so, you're like, oh, let's burn this thing. So, we you know, burn, like burn it. Burn it, yeah. Or just burn it. So we got like, you know, lighter fluid and stuff and we were burning it and it was just like didn't look like it was burning it, so we we're like spray painting it and stuff and and then I think it was the next night the field by our house caught on fire, almost burned the house down.
2: No way. Yeah.
0: Maybe it was just a coincidence because it was you know, summertime and those power lines suck. But it was just like a oh, that was weird. We're burning a Ouija board. Yeah, Satan didn't really burn. Like, you will not <laughs> right. Wow, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. So,
1: but the field caught on fire a couple more times after that. So, yeah. Do you remember over at <coughs> Robert's house when they were doing the? Oh
0: yeah, we had the Ouija board. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was pretty weird. Mm. Like candle flames are, like, getting, like, huge and tall and, like... And then they say, sit on Jake's lap.
0: And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, probably got something attached to my nuts or something.
2: Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Just following you around. He's it's a dangler. <laughs> a dangler on your dangler. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, yeah, I guess that's kind of an intro into us. What do you guys think about doing a, a quick dive into some stuff? Yeah. yeah. So I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, so the other day when I was at the gym, one of one of our students said, hey, you know, this whole Ukraine invasion stuff that's going on. And they mentioned that there was some stuff online that some of the first buildings that were being targeted by Russia in the Ukraine that were being hit were uh, U.S. sponsored or U.S. bio labs that were over there. And I was like, "Whoa, that might make some sense, you know, I mean, you know, maybe I don't know, because I, I, I mean, other than natural resource, uh, politically, what would russia really want with the ukraine i'm i'm trying to figure that out i mean it's got to be natural resource or something else so i started kind of taking a look at it and i did you know a quick quick google search and the first thing that popped up was the first the first five top stories were fact check false claim of u.s bio labs in ukraine tied to russian disinformation campaign four hours ago there is no U.S.-run biological facility in Ukraine, contrary to social media posts 10 hours ago. And then, of course, Snopes, Ukraine-U.S. biolabs and an ongoing Russian disinformation campaign that, that it was debunked. And I'm like, first of all, okay, Snopes, do you ever have anything that has not been debunked? <laughs> <laughs> debunked. Everything. That, uh, what I just said was debunked. That I said the word debunked. So I was just kind of like, whatever, man. So I kind of, you know, naturally, I just kind of keep going and keep going. And then I find uh, from an article from April twenty third, 2020, the headline is, U.S. Embassy Confirms Activity of American Biology Labs in Ukraine. So I guess the difference of what is biology and biological, maybe there could be a difference. I, I don't know. So I started reading it, and it just basically says that here in the Ukraine, the U.S. Department of Defense's Biology, sorry, biological threat reduction program works with the Ukrainian government to consolidate and secure pathogens and toxins of security concern in the Ukraine government facilities. So I'm like, well, the embassy said that they were doing it, so how... How is that debunked? I, I guess I don't understand. So I kind of continued going on down down the rabbit hole and started finding some other stuff from uh, 2014. Uh, oh, sorry, not 2014. Get my get my things mixed up here.
0: Meanwhile, uh, you had to go 78 pages into Google yeah to find. Oh, anything. it
2: was from 2014. Right, my bad and it's uh, the 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 title of the article is and this is from November 25th 2014 on the Pentagon's biological laboratories in Ukraine and it, it, i read through this thing and they're they're talking about how they have 16 facilities in the Ukraine you know that mm-hmm. are biological you know facilities i don't know test facilities i don't know what they are no dude that's been debunked yeah, it Yep. got um, debunked. And then they have uh, other ones across the uh, world. And so I thought this was interesting that they have uh, one in Kazakhstan. There's... Um,
1: was that... That was the article you sent me, right? Yeah. That was crazy that... Um, when they started talking about the Wuhan lab and how the focus of investigation kind of was on that, but all of the U.S.-run labs, the U.S. won't, like, uh, like support an investigation into them. Mm. I was like, hmm, that's
2: kind of weird. Yeah. I... I don't know. I I went down the I went down the list, and I mean I even went to uh, the U.S. Embassy's website, and it says this is the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine, and it the header on this is Biological Threat Reduction Program, U.S. Defar- Department of Defense. Biological Threat Reduction Program collaborates with partner countries to counter the threat of outbreaks, deliberate, accidental, or natural, in the world's most dangerous infectious diseases, and they go on to talk about how they have their partners with Ukraine in this. So, mm-hmm. whenever I see the top ten, you know, websites on the on a Google search, they're all saying, "No, oh, it's debunked. This is all, you know, fake news or whatever." It's kind of like you guys trying to cover something up here mm-hmm. you know you're trying to what's the deal
0: well and clearly why is it ukraine when there's clearly this connection between biden and his son mm-hmm. and yeah trump's like going after fine you're trying to come after me i'm gonna back these guys and mm-hmm. we're gonna go get a bunch of shit on biden and all that stuff but Yeah. Maybe not just, I'm just using that Mm because it could just be Russia wanting to get that info to blow that whole story.
2: Just a blackmail. Yeah. And
0: then this morning, uh, actually, like an hour before you guys got here, we watched this little video. Could, whatever, it could be fake or whatever, but some guy that, um, this little TikTok video that is a guy that is from Ukraine, his family's from Ukraine, and uh, he's like, I fully support. The Russian invasion uh, Ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries it's run by mobs and mm. you, yeah I, it was just like this little like probably one minute video of this guy saying it's like I eh, didn't know any of that stuff but maybe the guy isn't from Ukraine I don't know but,
1: yeah that's pretty um, that whole thing with Burisma and um, like Joe Biden telling the ukrainian president that they weren't going to get their whatever billion dollars if they didn't fire the prosecutor that was looking into the corruption of burisma that joe biden's son was on the board
2: of it's like what the it's shady to begin with wasn't he when he was in the senate right because he's a senator right biden Mm -hmm. before he was a vice president yeah wasn't he on some relations committee and that was his country was the ukraine i can't i thought there was a connection there prior to but regardless there's you know so many different connections between that family and the ukraine mm-hmm. that you know to me i just like this seems super- and then um i was told that and I ha- i haven't validated this but i was told that putin was kind of given some warnings to Biden like, if you don't come over here. It's going to get bad for you. So, excuse me. Red Rurp. Bull. <laughs> Red Bull. <laughs> Gives you burps. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, and then I found this other website, which, or this article, and this is actually, I mean, I guess we should take it for what it is. You know, it's out of China. So, you know, it could be propaganda. But I look at our news after knowing about yeah. yeah. Mockingbird that our news media is just 100% mm. propaganda. Garbage. And it's yeah. been propaganda since, you know, Kennedy. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a whole connection to that. That will have to be its own episode on the Kennedy assassination and the media, which is pretty crazy. That Kennedy thing will be like an eight-parter. It's going to be mm-hmm. pretty deep. But anyway, so this is from China. This, uh, this is from April 8th, 2021. Uh, calls calls mount for probe into US bio labs after Russian claim and then it says uh, calls for probes into the US mysterious bio labs in order to better understand coronavirus origins are growing after Russia said it, it has every reason to believe the US is developing biological weapons in labs mainly near the China Russia border so that was from 2021 it's now 2022 he's invading that those same areas you know just i
1: mm-hmm.
2: i'm sure that there's some games behind the scene going on but to me it just the timing like is mm-hmm. trying to get that
1: information from those labs to release like what was really happening with uh the coronavirus and
2: yeah. shit. yeah well, and if you even go back, like if we go, if we back up in time, not to just the beginning of the pandemic in 2019, but if we back up further than that with Fauci, you know, and the Fort Detrick stuff, and they were developing all of these, you know, biological viruses or, or weapons, whatever you want to call them. They were gain, enhancing the gain of function, the transmissibility. They were doing all that stuff. And then There was a couple leaks. They had sent samples of the wrong kind of virus to other labs in the U.S., ones that they want, you know, the the lab over in, you know, part B of the country wanted a, you know, weaker strain, but the Fauci lab in Fort Detrick had actually sent them the stronger strain, and there was all these things happening. So there was a big uh, fuss, an uproar with the scientific community where all of these scientists came together there was like several hundred i don't want to say a number so people are like that's fake news but there were several hundred they wrote a letter to obama and they said look you got to stop what's going on at dietrich you got to stop fauci you got to stop all this stuff i want to say that this was somewhere around his re-election time in 2012 so somewhere around that ballpark people you can look it up and find it on your own but uh, sorry, Obama ends up going ahead, shutting it down, shuts the research down, and then next thing you know, twenty fourteen, all of this—the research that was being done at UNC in Chapel Hill with you know, Xi Jin Li, the the main Chinese Wuhan virologist, which I think didn't she go missing over in China? I don't think anybody's seen her since the beginning of the pandemic yeah, or something. like that. familiar. Anyway, mm-hmm. maybe that's hearsay, but she goes offshore and she's back over in China and they start doing everything at these labs in other countries because that's how you do it. If you don't have the funding here, you're not allowed to do it here. Mm -hmm. So to me, all of that starts leading up into the article that I sent you about 2016 when Trump gets elected and they are literally Mm -hmm. saying in this New York Times article that he's going to deal with a pandemic it's going to be a shit show for lack of better terms and Mm -hmm. he's not going to be able to deal with it and we'll see how he deals with it and it was a you know a total like left-leaning slash piece i mean just hating Mm -hmm. on trump which the more i've learned about the guy the more i'm kind of like yeah i'm I'm indifferent but
0: yeah he's still a
2: dope but yeah for sure
0: but he's (laughs) just one of those meh they're all dopes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's I mean, we one know that's maybe less
2: of a dope. Yeah, the lesser of two evils yeah, type of situation. Exactly. I mean, I can tell you, my four hundred one k was doing all right a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was doing really well. Now it ain't doing so good. <laughs> In fact, if somebody wants to buy it for a loaf of bread, also, <laughs> um, this is um, it.
0: I just want to say real quick, it's just kind of an interesting story. Um, before um, the whole COVID thing busted out and this is just going off of our neighbor lady who's crazy but a house like adjacent to us it, when we first moved in here years ago it was like an Asian couple that owned the house and then they packed up and moved and it's a rental now and the neighbor lady after, after the COVID stuff started she said oh yeah they work for the Wuhan lab what? And she's like, I try to email them about those renters, but I never get an email back. They were living mm. here. Yeah, Well, maybe. She's kind of crazy, too. But yeah, they did just kind of pack up and leave before all this stuff.
2: But hmm. Hmm. That'd be pretty wild, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the the origin of, of the virus. I mean, everybody's been down this rabbit hole, you know, every podcaster for the last two years. Mm. I mean, we're not bringing anything new to the table, but you know, October, 2019, the world military games is being Mm -hmm. held in Wuhan, China. And then a month later, all these guys go back to their countries and all these countries start talking about this mysterious flu that these dudes, these soldiers were, you know, having. And then the next thing you know, it's March, 2020 and everybody's in lockdown and you know, Mm -hmm. being forced to do all this weird stuff. And it just, you know, talking about a vaccine and that's the only way around it. It Just when the Olympics came up this year, they're in Beijing, China. And I'm telling myself, I'm like, didn't we just have like a crazy, I mean, we're starting to get out of it. They're saying Omicron, you know, after Delta, the Omicron strain is, you know, less, you know, I uh, I mean it's just less yeah. dangerous less, yeah. or whatever
1: and less deadly, more transmissible, but Yeah.
2: So and then right around the same time that the Olympics are going on, we've got all these, you know, major democratic liberal cities that have been like super aggressive on their mask mandates, vaccine mandates, and all of a sudden they just like boom. Places like New York City just get rid of their, their mask mandates like overnight. And to me, I'm just thinking to myself, this is setting us up for all of these people coming back from the Olympics, potentially, that have been infected with the new strain Mm. or something. Yeah. Or maybe it was setting us up for the Russia-Ukraine situation. Because I read today that Putin was putting his nuclear program people on alert. Yeah, I saw that too. Right? so. You know, and with nuclear, biological, all those, I mean, it's just, it seems like that's, that kind of is the setup in a way, Mm -hmm. you know, so, I don't know. I I was talking to a
0: friend of mine last night, and uh, when all this stuff was busting off, he had, uh, I can't remember if it was like his, I don't know, some kind of relation to him that was a nurse at um i don't know if it was at one of the old folks homes or something like that up in like the seattle area and he said that he was talking to her about it and said that before the covid thing they were um flu testing you know these people that had the flu but like it, it didn't come up as the flu so it's like he was saying that it had been here a long time because they were mm-hmm. Prior to when they said, because they'd been testing for it and they didn't know what it was, but they tested the flu, but it didn't come up as the flu or something.
2: Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I remember uh, in December of 2019, I had been in, you know, a bunch of the West Coast airports. I mean, all the major, pretty much all the major ones during that month, it seemed like. And uh, then in uh, January 2020, I ran into a dude. And he was like, hey, man, look out, that virus is here and this and that. And I didn't know anything about what he was talking about. And then I got back to the hotel room, kind of did a little bit of research and was like, oh, man, what is this thing? And then from there, it's all history, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I The one good thing that I think that, has, that COVID has brought out is it's exposed all of these things and people and businesses, and, you know, just all of this behind-the-scenes agenda, and it's brought it all to light, BlackRock, Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, Great Reset, you know, all of that stuff, nobody was talking about that three years ago. Mm-hmm. If you asked me what BlackRock was three years ago, I'd have been like, is that where you go climbing up at the cliffs? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I did not know. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like it's exposed all of that. And it reminds me, you know, I mean, it reminds me of the biblical, biblical stuff, like the wheat and the tares, you know, like coming up together and then, you know, being exposed, you know, the the wheat versus the, the tares. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just really interesting. I think I also
1: exposed,
2: like, how
1: hungry people are for power. Mm. Like, once they started with... Well, we're going to do 15 days of slow to spread everybody, just chill yeah. out and stay home. And then it became, okay, you need masks. You need this vaccine. We're going to close down for even longer. If you don't have this letter in your car and you're pulled over going to work, you're going to get a ticket. Oh, yeah, we got those at work. It was just like, and now here we are over two years into it and it's... Seems to be like getting better, but who knows with the Olympics how far back it's gonna, you know, shoot once uh yeah. Something else happens.
2: It but. it seems to me like this was the the first attempt. Yeah. You know, like yeah. oh, not I a think not a too. test run, but it was the first attempt to see really how far they can push and mm. then, you know, like Biden with his vaccine mandate. And when that happened, you know, through OSHA, I'm, I follow case law. I'm like, nah, dude, that ain't gonna, Mm -hmm. that is not, once it hits the Supreme Court, you are not going to win that. And even people in his own cabinet were saying, this is probably not winnable, right? But they Mm -hmm. were doing it anyway. And then they scared all the federal employees into taking it, all the military people into taking it. And like, you know, we lost a lot of really good military people during that that situation, and it almost seemed like it was a, you know, intentional to weaken, mm-hmm. to weaken us mm-hmm, in yeah. a way.
1: Especially with
2: what's happening with Ukraine now, like
1: yeah,
2: weed out the dissenters, the ones yeah. that don't want to. Exactly, combine. and that's and that goes back to that wheat and the tares t- parable. Like to me, it's just like you know, it it just exposes what side of the fence that you're really on, and the division is insane, man. Mm-hmm. Like I remember. I never really was into politics. I mean, I paid a little bit of attention, but the last two years it's been, that is two things that come up almost in every conversation. Are you vaccinated? How, what's your vaccine status or what is your, your take behind the vaccine? And then politically where are you? At? Mm-hmm. it, it seems like it's everywhere. Yep. I mean, we can't have a conversation anywhere without it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but i do I do think that it was a test run or a first run, mm-hmm. and then
0: see so it has to be the people run out getting vaccines when it's
2: people's faces are melting off in the street exactly, that's, and that's that's where I was going with it is that once you have a virus that's like MRSA that's resistant to you know any antibiotic or in this case any vaccine. And it's highly transmissible, and people are like falling off, or body parts falling off. You got like a bubonic plague situation. That's when that that Supreme Court will get over uh, case will get overruled. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I was thinking about too, because there is a Supreme Court case out of Massachusetts from the nineteen twenties, but it's specifically about smallpox, Mm -hmm. and it was a vaccine, a forced vaccine uh, case law where the Supreme Court upheld that this, the government had the right to vaccinate you. And then, what was it, right before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. when they found that... Oh, yeah, Pennsylvania. That, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, that smallpox. Yeah, that's right. I don't know, man. Yeah. And another thing that I came across just talking about the weird things like that is the other day there was a declassified document that supposedly came out where the FBI had found out, and apparently this is on their website where the de- their declassified files are all kind of put in there, where uh, in the article that I read, they were saying that they found that the original anthrax that came out the week after 9-11, remember when mm. it got mailed around? Oh, yeah. That those anthrax spores had actually been created in the Fort Detrick facility. Wow. So I'm like, those got... Created here, and then they were sent here.
1: Hmm. hmm.
0: Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, because they evacuated our work. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were at Wells Fargo. Yeah, I saw Ben there when he showed up on the fire,
2: fire truck. Oh, didn't you guys get, like, a, a letter or something like that? Uh, he Something happened.
0: Yeah, it was just, because uh, it was mail. Yeah. It was just, like, paper. Chat or whatever you want to call it and some old person freaked out and the whole
2: building got cleared i remember that happening jesus it's just funny <laughs> well i mean i think that i mean to, to kind of wrap it up that that's the stuff that we're going to be kind of going into i mean this one's a little bit of a one-off because we wanted to test out the equipment we needed uh the uh supernatural entity to come in halfway through and <laughs> got to know how to deal with that next got it tried to ace us so um but yeah just do a little one-off talk about some things and then maybe next week we'll get into some other stuff and then we're gonna do i'm gonna do a presentation on the nephilim the fallen angels uh which is gonna lead into cern the large hadron collider and we're gonna i think we're gonna need to do a two-part episode on on cern because there's just too much there yeah. To not go into it. I mean, when you start getting into Shiva, Cernunos, I mean when you get deep, it's Saturn. I mean, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. There's weird connections to that place.
2: Like Yeah. It's a lot of information. And I feel like the Nephilim and the Fallen Angels has to give context to what is actually happening at CERN and the mm-hmm. reasons for what they're doing. So I, I feel like that's important. So we'll we'll do that. And then I know you got one on
1: the uh order of the nine angles and um dissection. The band? And yep, the band and uh their singer. But wearing the shirt. Yep. Oh, look at you. It's good shit. That's probably one of my favorite albums all, all time, yeah. With uh definitely even with the background of the album and what's inside that album it's still like that's one of the flawless yeah 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 and it's probably because of what's in the album why it's flawless
2: yeah (laughs) yeah for sure and then uh, you got one that you want to do that you're going to do um
0: uh maybe yeah like i was thinking like a time travel type of thing got a weird story about that one so yeah yeah.
2: there's some good stuff there on the uh, portal stuff the saturn and all that stuff so but we've got Man, I I put some notes in my phone, and we've got a lot of stuff to cover. But that's probably the next coming weeks will be those ones, and we'll get into CERN, and then we'll start going from there. But the plan will be kind of this type of format where we're going to hopefully get a deep dive, bring up some documentation, Mm -hmm. break down some other things that are out there, whatever, what have you. Bullshit it out. Yeah. That's right,
1: and I'll find that uh, deathbed confession thing too, because I I think there was some stuff related to Kennedy in that, but I think it it's been over ten years since mm. I looked
2: at it, so but I I'm pretty sure I know where it's at. Yeah, yeah I've been on a Kennedy kick lately. I've I hit a vein, dude, somewhere, <laughs> and I ended up with <laughs> massive amounts of videos of things and and breakdowns, uh, you know, of stuff that I never even
0: new. Have you watched the those end. newer uh, Oliver Stone ones?
2: No. I haven't either, but he
0: just released a, a newer second piece to the documentary that he just did on Kennedy.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, the, what I ended up finding was a historical society that uh, they, it's a library and they have all these speakers that come and do presentations kind of like this, but they have Way, way better documentation, <laughs> but these people, you know, and and it's always about different angles. Like, uh, one of them was, uh, Dorothy Kilgallen and and the reporter that knew too much. Oh and, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, there was one on the missing, uh, Oswald jail phone call, which I didn't know anything about. And so when we do the JFK one, it's almost going to have to be an episode per you know major event or person because there's so much backstory and connection between all these people roscoe white i mean there's in the dallas pd and him connected with intelligence and potentially with bill cooper it's it gets ridiculous i'm gonna have to bring some caffeine for sure because <laughs> it's it's pretty good but yeah any other thoughts before we wrap it up
0: i don't think so yeah this was fun yeah
2: Okay, well, stick with us. We're going to work out the kinks and get get this flow going a little bit better. But for now, we'll uh, catch you guys on the next episode. See ya.